Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. Hi folks and welcome to another awesome episode of the Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Alderton. And I am your slightly more mobile beast, Dan Meredith. Mr. Meredith, how are you? I am good, Jay. For those of you who've listened to the podcast and, you know, you're listening to this sequentially, um, and if you haven't, I'll obviously, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, literally four weeks ago, pretty much four weeks ago, I broke my leg, um, which is really stupid, lower leg. And yeah, after having some surgery a couple of weeks back, I am now boot free and walking like, you'll know the walk, okay? So do you know sometimes you've been on a drive or a train journey and you're, you register, oh, I'm near home. And then you're like, your body goes, you need a poop. And then you're like, ah, okay. So I'm kind of, I've got a walk of a man who kind of needs to get to the bathroom fairly quickly right now. And do you know what? Compared as much, I, I am, I love the NHS. I had a great fucking experience. You know, I used all my powers of persuasion. And bribery. I bought Percy Pigs to the surgery with me to gift out to the staff. I love Percy Pigs. me put into a boot. Mate, it worked. I literally just had handfuls. I was handing them out to surgeons, the nurses. I was like, please put me in a boot. Please don't put me in a cast. Please, please, please. So, yeah. um, Sort of like last couple of days as of recording this, I'm actually sort of boot free now, kind of hobbling around in a kind of shuffle step vibe. Very, very happy. Very positive. Managed to get away to one of my um, best friend's wedding. So Andy, who runs my gym, so a little shout out to Andy, just got married to his lovely partner, Sammy, after, you know, 10 years of being together. And I was so glad I could make it. So yeah, I'm made up, mate. I'm in a great space right now. Just a question. Before your boxing fight, did anyone anyone say to you, break a leg? I think they did, actually. (laughs) Yeah, they did. I I was like, cheers. Thanks for that. Yeah. And I bet they, like, because it's the kind of thing that you shouldn't do or say before a boxing fight is meant to be going on to Ace. stage to dance. Mate, you shouldn't break your leg in a fucking boxing match anyway. Well, which is no. the, yeah. Every person who's asked me about it at the airport with security is like, very, I'll be honest, that's my new travel hack, mate. Break your leg. Honestly, you get through everything quick. They open all the doors for you. You get on the plane first. You get off the plane first. But when I explained it to them, they went, boxing, went kickboxing. No. Normal boxing. <laughs> Mutai. No. Just normal boxing. <laughs> no. No. And they're like, oh, how did you... Ma-? And then it's like, yeah. So that's been a fun conversation I've had a lot. Babies or breaks? Uh, babies, best thing ever through an airport. You go, skip the queue. You get the extra leg room for free. Epic. There you so, go. The only problem is... The only problem with it, Dan, is that you have to have a baby. And then you have to take them on the flight with you. Do you know Which what? is very stressful. I, as I've said... I've said before, you know, family is still something I'm really keen to explore, something I'd like to, you know, experience some, you know, some point in my life. Um, I have, uh, I mean, I've always, you know, I've worked with lots of parents over the years, very mindful of that. I'm not one of those coaches as well that's like, you know, get up at fucking 5 a.m. and do this. It's like, yeah, my kids vomited on me this morning. So that was the thing I had to deal with. Um, honestly, again, if you're a parent listening, fucking respect to you. I was sat in that airport. The flight was delayed. I was very fortunate. I had lounge access with the American Express I have. So I was like, I'm going in there. Literally, fucking hats off. Like, don't know how you do it. Kids on planes. Like, literally, I'm not one of those people. You know, some people, they see like a baby come on the little, oh, for fuck's sake. And I was like, literally, good luck. Because honestly, I don't know how you keep your sanity. 
Yeah, so it's it's challenging, but also rewarding at the same time. It's very weird. Um, myself and Anna went away, just us two, for a few days in Morocco, and it's just so weird going through an airport without kids. I mean, it's it's magical. I was like, oh my god, this is a, mm. this is amazing. We can go for, we can go up there for a drink, and we can just chill and not. Or yeah. you could just sit. Or yeah, you could just sit quietly, read a book. You, want. you could just sit. Yeah, whatever you want. It's delightful. So. I know we've gone off on a tangent because this is nothing what we're talking about this podcast. No, absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about. If you saw the title, you're probably like, are they going to fucking get to it for literally five minutes in? And yes, we are right now. So the the title, so the title, Dan, of this is remembering who the fuck you are. And I want you to Mm. kickstart this because it was obviously based on your goings away recently to mm-hmm. Cyprus and a a post which you recently wrote about. So if you could just expand on mm. what you mean by remembering who the fuck you are. Yeah, so it was a wonderful experience. You know, I'm glad I went. You know, Andy would have been devastated. He's a, one of my favorite humans on the planet. And I, it, it, I'm not going to lie, I had a good excuse, but there was no way I was going to do it. And I remember, you know, we did the wedding, then there was the social event. And then I actually just, because I couldn't really go far. And all the stuff that I love doing when I go to Cyprus, like my jet skis and like, you know, I was going to hire a motorbike and ride up to the mountains. I was going to get all the things that I planned to do, I couldn't do. So I ended up having quite a lot of time on my own. I had a beautiful hotel with a lovely view um, and I just was reading books a lot. But oftentimes, I I can't remember the last time I did, when I say did nothing, like I I have lots of downtime and structured off time and it's a big part of my week is, you know, I'm, I'm on and off in kind of pretty much equal measures, but my brain's always ticking. And I've I got to be honest with you, mate, I had a, when I say, I, I'm going to call it a micro funk, like it wasn't a low, it wasn't any form of depression, it wasn't any sadness, you know, unbelievable amounts of gratitude I have for, you know, the business I have, the life I have and the people, so it's all coming from, but I just, just had a moment, I call it a moment of reflection, okay, there's my, my favourite um, artist is above and beyond and they have that, they often have this song which is a bit thoughtful and they call it the moment of reflection, I just had a moment of reflection and there was some things that I, you know, a, a chap used to work with for a long time, um, used to have this phrase, it's called feeling some type of way. And it's where you can't quite put your finger on what it is. It's not necessarily bad or a bad emotion or a negative thing, but you're just feeling a little bit, oh, what's that? What am I thinking here? And I realized that as much as I am, you know, so beyond grateful and have a very good job and like to think I do good work, I'd actually sort of you know, I've been doing this online thing. I mean, we've been, you know, me and you have been a decade plus now, you know, and a lot of my success has come off the back of, you know, a lot of work I did sort of 10 to seven years ago, the book, How to Be Fucking Awesome, which is like millions or million plus sold now, not millions, that's me literally just fucking making up a number there. Um, But, you know, over a million copies sold, literally changed so many people's lives as well as my own. But I just sort of, I kind of just kind of forgot some of the things that I've done, how much I know, how much value I can bring to the world and realize, you know, even though I'm doing, my business is doing really, really fucking well, but I'm actually kind of was thinking, fucking hell, you're actually maybe playing a little bit too small here, which is not like me. And I just kind of had, I literally just thought to myself, why am I not doing some of the things that I want to do? And it's kind of like, you, you probably know this yourself. You know, I have coaches. Um, I know you've invested in people over the years. Like I put all my, you know, happily efforts and energy into into what I do and helping others and stuff. And I just thought, fuck, I need to actually apply some of my 
a bit of my own advice to me and some of the things that I just thought, everything is, everything is good. It's not like I've got a shit business and nothing isn't working. It's just like, fuck, I've been at a, what I call like a, a really happy place for a period of time. And after we had COVID and then my dad passed, I just sort of said to myself, I'm going to have a, a period of maintenance. And, and you know, my maintenance level is, is pretty good, to be fair. But I was like, fuck, I need to do more, be more, try more, put more out there. And I just kind of realized that I'd kind of almost forgotten all of the things that I've done, all of the things I've learned, all of the things, you know, the businesses have helped people's lives have changed. I was like, fuck, why have I forgotten that? And I just had a moment of just literally, I kind of like was just having that reflective thought and thought like, fucking hell, actually by not doing some of the things that I should be doing, which listen, for any of you listening, you might think, you know, oh, that's a shit thing down. It's like, you know, you talk about helping these bit, But ultimately, I, uh, you know, I put a lot of my time and energy into helping others. I thought, fuck, I need to actually do some of these things for myself. And it's like, you know, I'm very honest with the fact that sometimes you do actually have to just take a little pause, have a little reflection, audit your life, look at everything that was going on. And I looked at everything and thought, right, these are all awesome. But there was also some things I thought, you know what, that's not serving me anymore. Or I'm not helping people in the way that I should be in on this platform or in this way and equally I was doing some stuff just because I felt that was what I had to do whereas actually in my heart what I want to do is x and then I just literally just sat down I sat by the pool because uh, I couldn't, couldn't even go in the fucking pool as well I was even hoping for that but I had to keep my fucking stitches and wound dry and I was like I don't need anyone's fucking permission and I'd almost forgotten the fact that everything I built was off the back of me just going, I want to do that. Fuck it. I'll do it then. And that to me was that sort of almost lightning bolt moment of actually thinking, do you know what? I am, you know, known as the person who gets shit done, who does the work, who shows up daily. And I do do that. But I've realized, actually, even though I'm doing well and my business is decent, I'm probably playing a little smaller than I should be. And I thought, why have you not just done these things? And it was almost a bit embarrassing. So I was like, fuck, you know, I've been wanting to do this, been at the back of my mind for a while to sort of launch certain things, to go into some different markets, try to do something. And then I just had a little pause and thought, well, just fucking do it then. And I honestly remember it was, this was on, I think the Monday, because um, obviously we had the wedding and that other day to myself. And I ended up ringing up some of my members of my team. You know, I'm very respectful as we were talking about families and stuff. But I messaged a few, you know, key people and said, I know it's like seven o'clock. Um, because there's a couple of hours ahead of there. Can we hop on the phone? And literally just chatted to a couple of people. And honestly, mate, once I'd made that decision that I was going to do, and I remembered who I am, what I do, how I can help, called a couple of people, got the ball rolling. And that was the most important thing. And I just took action there and then. Now, obviously, that was just a call. We agreed some chats. We booked in so there's nothing. I didn't specifically like launch something or create something there and then. But what I realized was is that I just started the ball rolling, realized, again, remembered who the fuck I was and started doing. And we are recording this three days after my trip now. And that shit is already fucking snowballing. It was that little, little pause, that little reflection. Then it was that tiny little spark of action. So instead of, you know, I said to the, the people I spoke to, if I don't act on this now, like I've got to talk to you now, tomorrow me will turn up and I'm still going to probably have the conversation, but I'm inspired now. I want to do it now. I need to talk to you now because I need you to kind of start things with me and I need to make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to do. So that's where today's topic came from. Lots of things to unpack from that, Dan. And the first thing that came to my yeah. head was about creating intention 
And let, mm. let me explain something from a book. And I've forgotten what the name of the book was, but it's a guy called Dan Early, and he's a psychologist. And what he talks about, he invented a scale. Now, this might sound a little, a little bit random, but he invented a scale that you jump on and it doesn't tell you how much you weigh. It just lets you know that it's recorded your weight. And he did a study where he had a group of people actually weighing themselves in the morning and looking at how much they weighed and a group of people using his smarter scale, which basically just put a little green mm-hmm. light to say, thank you, you've been weighed in. And what he actually found is okay. over a period of time, the people who jumped on the scale and didn't see how much they weigh actually lost more weight. And what he found from a psychological point of view was jumping on the scale in the morning has nothing to do with your weight and everything to do with your intentions for the day. Because when you wake up in the Mm. morning and weigh yourself and you don't see maybe the number that you would like to see on the scale, it can set you into a spiral of negativity for the rest of the day and making poor choices on your habits. And that's where a lot of people fear the scale. Not everybody has that effect. For me, if I want to lose weight, I'll weigh myself every day because it's an intention that says you care at this moment. The reason you're thinking about it at the moment, the reason that you're doing that is because you care about weight loss. And Mm. the reason that when you decided to do stuff, you rang certain people up is because you had to go straight on that intention to say, well, if this means something to me, then I need to create an intention to myself to say that it means something to me. My one of mm-hmm. doing shit myself is going, cool, if you re- were really serious about this, you would do a social media post about it. Because if I say I'm going to do something mm-hmm. on my social media to millions of people, I can't not do it. So when I know I do that, it scares me because then it has to become a reality. And this is where taking action really matters because a lot of people say, oh, you know, succeed in silence, go fucking monk mode. And I think, I ca- oh God, hold on, hold on. Yeah, work, work. So your enemies don't know your moves. Do you know what? Okay, if you like this stuff and inspires you again, my whole thing is if it makes you happy. And you're 20. That's cool. And you're 20 and you don't have but a mortgage. If you're, sharing and- a pe- if you're sharing a Peaky Blinders quote or something with Tom Hardy that you never fucking said or fucking whoever would like make moves in silence. So it just, just yeah, we, shut I think up. we've spoken, we, we did. I know we've said about it before, but fuck it, it's worth saying again. So it comes back to remembering who the fuck you are. And and here's the thing as well. And this is just feedback for myself as well. I'm a Mm. lot more modest these days than I used to be. I'm a lot less brash. I'm a lot less boastful. I'm a lot less egotistical. And because of that, I Mm -hmm. like if someone says to introduce myself, you know, and uh, on a stage or something like that, my thought process for that is just try and keep it nice and simple. Yeah. Hi, my name's Jay. Um, Yeah. You know, I love creating content and my focus is to leave people better when they find me. That would be it. As opposed to maybe five years ago, go, hi, my name's Jelton, um, British and European and world champion physique competitor, Guinness world record holder, all of this bollocks. Um, And one of the things is, is when you don't talk about your accomplishments and the things that you've done, you forget about them. Uh. And it's sometimes reminding yourself that, like for yourself, Dan, you know, you've coached tens of thousands of people. You've written a book that sold a million copies. You've, I've, I literally forgot. But you do because you don't talk about it because you're modest. You know, yeah. it's not something that you sit around boasting, putting it on your social media profile like actually a lot of people should. And yeah. it comes back to this, you know, reminding yourself on stuff like that. 
if you're struggling to get going, it's, sometimes it's giving yourself having you know a word for yourself, and this is what I do. I, I say in my head, Jay, you're you know you can't be asked to go on a run. Yet you, you've you done see. some pretty fucking amazing shit, mate. Yeah, like when I it's funny because people like I, I've had a few people who've um, who because obviously your following is obviously a lot bigger than mine on social media, and it's focused a lot of people. I had some. I actually met someone at the wedding who knew didn't know I was me. If that makes sense, because it was like a, a friend of you know someone else. He's like, "Are you Dan Meredith?" And I went, "Yeah." And he's like, "You do a podcast, don't you?" I said, "Yeah, yeah," with my friend Jay. And he's like, "I've been following Jay." I said, "I literally decided to listen to him the other day," and I'm like, "That's the fucker who's at the wedding." And it was just kind of like it was mental because he didn't realize, obviously, he knew, obviously, you're, he didn't know what I'd done. And then we ended up chatting, had a really, really nice conversation stuff. But he sort of said, you know, I don't talk about that stuff as much as I should. And it's a case in point. And it's for anyone who's listening who, you know, it's probably more for those of you who are like here for the, the business side of our chats. Yeah. You will have done some awesome shit. You'll have made some great changes. You'll have had some great products. You'll have, you know, you've got ways to help people. You, know, you probably had some real good shifts for people or sold something amazing or done something. And if you're starting out, that will come. But, I think about, because there's people that, are, you know, I'm, I'm very investment-minded. I'm not egotistical at all when it comes to, if I see someone doing something good, I will fucking reach out to them. Same. And I've, you know, recently in the last couple of, well, couple of weeks, I see a post from someone who's earning just shy of a million dollars working two days a week in coaching. He put a mastermind on. He talked about all his accomplishments and the people he's worked with. And I was like, yeah, I want some of that. I'm literally spending, you know, a day with him over the weekend, like two half days as well. So I'm like, yeah, I want to talk to you. Um, I saw someone who was making, you know, you know, a, sort of like a good few thousand a month, total side gig, complete side gig with just eBooks. And I thought, I've got, I've got shut, just shut, just over now two million words that I've written. Like my one of my team collected all like two fucking. I've actually sat down and typed. I don't voice note. I type. That is insane, mate. And I'm like. I could collate that, you know, all these little things, but I wouldn't have reached out to them if they hadn't told me what the fuck they did. And, and yes, obviously, people do probably add a little bit of gloss and a bit of spin and a bit of copy and stuff on there. And that's okay. As long as you're kind of, you know, a good person, you know, you, you do have to kind of excite people and get people across the line with, you know, the things that you've done. So that's all right. As long as you're not like lying, because then you're a scumbag. Simple as that. But I realized the people that I've invested in and talked to over the years, the people that actually said, I've done this stuff. They don't necessarily say I'm the big swinging dick and all this kind of stuff, but they're like, these are the things I've done. I've done quite well at them. Fuck, I want to talk to you. Yeah, and I think it's so important as well because a lot of people, the, the higher up they get, and, and this is the opposite effect of remembering who the fuck you are. A lot of people get to a certain level and then they forget where they've come from and they forget that actually yeah. the minute that you get to a certain level and close your ears is probably the minute that you go back down and i i shared a, a bit of an analogy with you about um rising to the top and uh, a reference mm. to a space rocket and what i mean by that is that you know if you see a space a spaceship take off it, it's got to use thousands if not millions of gallons of rocket fuel to get into orbit and that is your energy and time and the amount of effort that it takes to get somewhere in this world but when you get to a certain level it's just a case of floating and it's a lot easier. Like yeah. when you say you were talking to me about your physique, it's like now you've done the rocket fuel and the energy and the work. It's so much easier to maintain when you've got to a certain level of success. It's a lot easier to, uh, to maintain. But if you close your ears, if you think you know everything, 
Uh-huh. You're going to go out of orbit and you're going to hit the fucking ground. And guess what's going to happen? It's a slow It's a slow death, mate. It's a slow fucking death. Yeah, and I've seen this so many times from people like who have built big social media followings and then become irrelevant. It's because they, they floated and they stopped listening and then mm. they crashed to the ground. And now they've got to find ways of getting all that energy and rocket fuel to get back in orbit. And, you know, growth is so much more difficult than maintenance. You know, if, yeah, like... For example, that's I love that analogy, and we were talking because you know, for those of you who um, are newer or don't know, mind Jamie, Jamie's backstory. You know, Jay's given me some really good advice over the years, and it's one of those things that you can only get from someone who's just done it. And I still think one of my favourite bits of advice you gave me, and I'm going to dovetail it into what you said earlier. We were in Amsterdam, and I said, "Look, Jay, me and Jay are friends, yeah, and we both, you know, know stuff, but we don't have the sort of relationship where I hit you up for stuff, or you, it's just we're, we're pals." And um, I said, "Look, mate, I even said like I." I don't want to ask you, but like, I trust you. You're one of my good, you know, one of my closest friends. How the fuck am I going to get in shape? Because I was a bit overweight at the time. I'm not bad, bad, but just, you know, wasn't happy with where I was. And I remember you just, you said, go get, I think it was in my fitness power. And I ended up using NutriCheck in the end because it was even more idiot proof for me. And you said, I'm not going to, you said, I'm not going to give you anything. I said, all I want you to do is just track, just track what you do. And if you can do that consistently, you're going to start to see. And that actually started off my understanding you know it's ridiculous as well because i have a gym and i've been in the fitness industry a long time but i just again forgotten who the fuck i was things i used to do and i was like so you, you could have given me you know macros and tra- all this kind of stuff yeah which you'd have done probably like like that taking you no time be like no no just do that and it just made me realize how important just that kind of reference point and understanding and i just want to say a little a little business tip as well so my very very cursed coach um Second, sorry, second coach who I got, who I met was a friend of the first guy I had called Rob, called John. And he just said, if you, you, you get what you focus on, yeah? And he said every day, and he said this, all he would do is he would go into his business bank account and look at the number. And he would just look at it and he wouldn't think he was a bad person or a good person. If it was high, he wouldn't think, yeah, I'm fucking fantastic. If it was lower, wouldn't think he was dog shit. He would just look at trends. He said, is that going up? That's what I want it to do. And he just said, every day, you, I looked at it. And again, something I started doing now, just check my you know, various business bank accounts, look at the number. Is that trending up? You know, I look at the data. Is these things going? It doesn't have to be massive amounts, but I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at the data and I'm thinking, cool, that it is on my mind. Much so it's the same thing as your scale analogy earlier. 100%. You know, look at your same difference. But if you just, it doesn't necessarily mean I'll look at that and I'm not going to go, fuck, or yay, I'm awesome. I'm just like, cool. I'm intentionally thinking, I, you know, that's the the number that is in there. And, you know, that's the number of all of those put together. But what do I need to So It's just I'm consciously making sort of decisions to keep that moving forward because I'm, it's on the top of my mind. Well, 100%, you know, like, and here's the thing, you know, we've all heard the Peter Drucker quote, what gets measured gets managed and what gets measured gets improved. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so true. And the reason that people don't want to measure these things is because they don't want to find the answer. Now, for example, yeah. if somebody is skin, then the last thing they want to do is check their bank, the bank account, account because they don't want to be given the painful reminder that they're not doing what they want to do. Instead, what mm. you actually need to do is check that thing every day because the pain of change is a lot less painful than the pain of staying the same. So you need to go through yeah. that pain to remind yourself to stop fucking spending so much money. And we all know what happens sometimes when we're a little bit through, you know, a little bit like, I was going to say frugal, but a little bit just like throwing money here and there suddenly you know mm. and we've all had it 
get a little notification for the bank saying, are you overdrawn? And then your decisions change for a week. What would normally be yes on investments is no. And and tightening up because once again, you have a, a... something that you are looking to improve as a measurement and these things Mm. are all painful it's painful to jump on the scale and see that you've gained 20 pounds but the only way to start changing is going cool i'm not happy with that number something you know i need to go in with the day to make decisions to change that number and yeah this is so important especially when you look at your bank accounts you know it is that measurement to go cool if you look to that every single morning people go i'm going to get anxiety for the rest of the day it's like well I'm sorry to say it, but you might need to fucking get some anxiety because anxiety is all yeah. about taking action. And the reason that you're getting anxiety is because there's a strong it's possibility that you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. So, you know, people so like people so much focus on oh, I'm, and and this is something that's not talked about. Um, there's so many different things when it comes to anxiety. Okay, there are people who have yeah. anxiety that is a medical problem, and then they go to see a doctor. Firstly, if you're that person, I'm not talking about you. Secondly, there's people who yep. suffer with anxiety and are looking at ways of improving it because, once again, they have anxiety. And the other thing is to really ask yourself why you're getting anxiety in the first place. And it's probably because you're worried a bit about the future because if it carries on the way it currently is, that future might not be as positive as you want and there might be consequences. Two, yeah. two responses to that. Firstly, is the way the way that I help deal with, cons- uh, with my anxiety is take myself to that worst case scenario, try and experience mm-hmm. it in my head and remind myself we'll be fine. And then, secondly, ask myself, yeah, what do I need to do so I don't feel this anxious in future? And it's probably taking action in certain places where it I is. Haven't. Mate. It's doing stuff, and it's like kind of what you said earlier about you know when you said you come up with an idea, you got to post it on social media. For me, one of the things that I've done is I take slightly more, because before I do that, I get right in and go, bah, I'm going to do it. And then I've not given it any thought. So, you know, for me, I had the chats with a couple of my team members today, day of reflection, obviously with the recording as well. And then I, I've got, I've in my head, I've got the bones of the poster. I'm going to say, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is what I don't want to do anymore. This is what you're going to see coming up because I need to actually, I don't want to be promising shit that I can't we all do that we say yeah I'm gonna drop this amount of weight I'm gonna launch this business I'm gonna go do this crazy challenge and you haven't actually thought through the logistics of it so that's a key thing and I wanted to obviously we are kind of talking about sort of remembering you know who the fuck you are on this one is it like if you are not where you need to be so let's just say your bank balance isn't where it needs to be your body isn't where it needs to be or your your mind your relationships fucking whatever it is isn't where you need to be and I've said this on a podcast before it's just a point in time it's a data point Okay, it is a data point, and you can literally just go, fuck shit, panic, bury your head in the sand. You go, cool, this is where I am right now. That's not where I want to be. Okay, where do I want to be? I want to be over here. Okay, so for me, if my data is trending down, or it's in a low, or it's in a recession, or a dip, whatever it is I'm doing, that doesn't mean I'm a piece of shit. That doesn't mean I'm useless. It doesn't mean I'm a fucking failure or a nobody. It's just right. Something you have or haven't done has got you to this point you've either taken actions or you've done it or you've been in action inactive sorry and this is where you are doesn't mean you're fucking useless okay so you go cool because then you can start to reverse engineer think right what did i or didn't i do to get me to this point cool write that down and then you go cool so if those are the things that i did and didn't do to get me to this point 
surely the polar opposite of those things are the things that are going to get me trending back up again. And that is a, a, literally a really simple way that I use for myself. I use it with my clients. I mean, I've got clients who like, you know, do like 40, 60 plus million, you know, and we use the same thing. Like, right, what's got you here? Cool, that's good. What's you're trending down now? So what haven't we done over the last three, six months? So let's took it, let's look at those, pull them out of them, go, cool. Well, I'd say these two things here are probably the biggest yield. That's your, you know, let's focus on that now for the next two to four weeks and see if we can. And do you know what? Surprise, surprise, things start to trend up again. But it is also, it's that whole like, like, you know, we've said the phrase, don't anchor your success, uh, sorry, your happiness on like an income or a body or a success level or clout or following or whatever. Um, if you can take the, the emotional hit from that and go, cool, it's just data. It's just where I'm at right now. Doesn't mean I'm a failure. Doesn't mean I'm nothing. Doesn't mean I'm not worthy. It's just data. I've taken action or inaction to get me to this point. How do I get it trending up again? That's it. And, you know, there might be someone listening to this that, you know, we're talking about all of our accomplishments and that, but someone might be thinking, well, you know, I want to remember who the fuck I am, but I haven't done much. And that's bullshit because I'm going to give you a quote, which um, was from Steve Harvey. And um, I love it. And it's your track record for making it through bad days is 100%. It's probably Mm. one of the only things that you've got perfect up until this yeah, you're still it. You're still it. You are. You have made it a hundred percent through the worst times, and actually, that is a reminder of who the fuck you are. Because, guarantee you, you've been through some shit in your life, but you're still here. And sometimes mm. it's reminding yourself that, and 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 this is something I say all the time: life's fucking hard. Yeah, it's not meant to be easy. This is it's the thing that fucks people up is just this thought process that it's meant to be. And I'm like, who's told you that? Yeah. We are a, a ball of emotions crammed in with a bit of logic and hormones. Uh you know, people I mean. are strange as fuck. Uh, mate, people are weird. I'm weird. We're all You're weird. weird. Like we're all we're we're all fucking weird. But well, yeah, when you say it like that, like it is a case of like, some, I mean, you've probably had it some days. You could literally, you know, you've got a beautiful family, you know, good business, good following, handsome motherfucker, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But every now and then they'll just, your brain will just go, do you know, he's a piece of shit. You. And you're like, brain? What that? You got to like, brain, what the, what the fuck, man? Where'd that come from? And I, I remember telling you a few weeks back, I said, Dan. And this is before we jumped on our Body and Beast podcast. I said, Dan, have you ever had those days where you just think nothing's going right, uh, everything's going fucking wrong, and I might as well just burn it to the ground and then move to a f- <laughs> to a foreign <laughs> island with a laptop and start again? And you're like, yeah, pretty much once or twice a week. And I yeah. love talking about that and being open and honest with that, that because regardless of where you are in your life, we all think that shit. We all, we all get those yeah. days and we all get those things. And the key to them, and what I've found is firstly embracing them secondly understand that everybody has them and thirdly not mm-hmm. fucking wallowing in that day have and i yeah and i'm have a bad day a bad day is just a bad 100%. day. 100 percent. people say i oh, don't have a pity party i fucking love pity parties yeah i do i love it anywhere from a couple of hours to t- 24 hours is my maximum limit but a pity every now and then doesn't matter how fucking successful, how hot you are, how awesome you are, how many assets you fucking whatever, whatever you judge yourself on 
success or awesomeness or being brilliant. Every now and then, it is okay to have a little fucking piss in a moment. You're a human being. And as you said, you're just this bundle of like hormones and chemicals and nonsense and emotions and all kinds of shit that every now and then just goes a little bit sideways. You know, and let's get bringing it back to kind of remember who you are. You will say, you know, I've said this to myself, you're a piece of shit, you're irrelevant, you're fat, unlovable, you are old, new, all the, and I'm just kind of like, all right, where's that come from? Sometimes, sometimes you have to listen to the little voice and go, okay, maybe there's a little bit of truth in that. And it doesn't mean you're about to, so maybe I need to listen. But half the time, it's just your brain, which is ridiculous because we are our brain. But I kind of, the way I talk about this, the brain and you, your brain's just like, well, he's having a good time. I'm going to fuck them. But it's the same sort of thing. I'm, I'm listening to a book at the moment. And it, one thing I love about it is just a reminder of things that you kind of already know, but you just need to be solidified. And you hear about the brain and back in, you know, um, whatever Stone Age times about, you know, survival mechanisms and that. And it's that same kind of thing. Mm. If everything's going well, let's say you're back in the stone age if everything's going well what happens is you let your guard down and then all of a sudden you're fucked because mm-hmm. some saber-toothed tiger comes in rips your neck out and that's it and actually being wary keeps you alive the next one as well yeah. is that we're very tribalistic so if we fuck with the tribe we're off on our own and it's very hard to survive yeah. when you when there's normally 30 people around you having your back helping you with your sleep and now it's just you so the fear of that is also the fear of death. So the fear of not fitting in is the same fear of dying. The fear of comfort and letting your guard down can sometimes be this anxiety-driven thing that be careful. Because if if you enjoy this too much, there's something bad is going to happen. Something bad is going to happen. And this is why we self-sabotage. We all know that. People, I've seen the meme about it. It's like whenever there's like, it's like someone looking like side, like side long at something. And it's like whenever everything's been going too good for too long. And it's just you naturally like, what's going to fuck me? And it's just like, it's, it is, it is ridiculous. But I mean, all of our brains work, you know, similarly, but we've all got our own little ways and patterns and, you know, traumas and neuroses and all this kind of stuff that make us, you know, unique, which is why I love humans because we are all completely different. But stuff does happen and sometimes you you end up catching yourself in this loop where you know you start this negative self-talk and you start saying you know you're never going to do this you're never going to do why and it's like and i've said it on the podcast before you know your brain is just taking in data it's you know you'll start taking conscious and subconscious actions to make those things a reality whereas if you can take a pause and just say right it's just a point in time this is what i'm thinking this is what i'm feeling this is the data okay cool you know we're trying to say apply logic to emotion here. So that's why you have to sometimes just do a hard stop and go, cool, I'm going to do this. And equally, you know, I, old me, old me, and I, I don't mind admitting this. So when I felt, you know, some type of way, I'd probably moan a bit too much and actually ring up people and like, oh, all this kind of stuff. And you know what? Whenever I feel it now, I just sit with it. I just sit with it. And I just kind of go, cool, I'm going to give you brain i'm going to give you some oxygen i'm going to let these thoughts you know i'm going to give them some air to see where they go and kind of just let it burn itself out and then that's what you know that's one of the little pity party sometimes and then remember who the fuck i am what i've done 
the amazing things that I've done, the people that I've helped, the changes I've made to my life, my family's life, you know, thousands of people's other lives, and said, you know what? From a lad from Somerset who was too shy to fucking talk to people when he was, a, you know, a boy, and, you know, very introverted, very quiet, proper little geeky, sweet little kid to where I am now, like, I'm not that person anymore. And it's just, I just remember, you know, I'm not, you know, the quiet, shy, introverted, a little bit scared of life, Dan. That's not me anymore. Look at all the things I've done. Look at all the things I've achieved. And look at all this shit I've gone through. Like, I've never hidden, probably not so much on this podcast, but, in, you know, some of my posts, I've had some real bad lows. You know, you've been there for some of them to help me through them over periods of time. Obviously, there's some flat points when I was, you know, drinking a bit too much. And do you know what? I got through them all. Still here. And those don't define me, but all the other good stuff, sometimes, you know, again, it's much like, I don't know if you've had this with any of like on your products and stuff. I remember when I launched my book, um, I had, it, is a, it sounds like a made up number for the internet. Okay. But I had 100 five star reviews, 100, 100. And I had one, one star. I guess what I fucking focused on. The one star wanker. Exactly. And this one's actually someone we sort of both know as well. And he is. And then when I realized it was him, I was like, he's a penis. So it didn't really bother me after a while when I figured out who it was. Exactly. And and but that, that's a natural thing of the brain. You can have 99 great compliments on one of your posts and then you'll just have one and you'll focus all your en- your 99% of your energy on the one. And on that, the key is to understand, and this is what I say to a lot of people about the brain. The key is to understand that every single person thinks the same. They just respond differently. So if someone like me sees that negativity, firstly, my brain will go, motherfucker, I'm going to destroy you now. That's exactly the first response that you're going to think. But you're going to have a gap between that thinking and actually how you respond. Because the next thing in my head is these mental models and reminders that, hang on, Jay, those who shout hate normally are asking for help. And you can't see your reflection in boiling water. When you're angry... Logic goes out mm. the window and emotion takes over. How do you f- fight emotion with logic? Do you fuck? You fight emotion with emotion. And when you understand that, the only way to calm down a negative emotion is with positivity. Unless you want to fight fire with fire. And, and then negativity, negativity and compounds. Some people, and the thing is, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this experience that but I just, I have this, this popped into my head and it is true because you know what? Most people are good, but some, some people are just sunbaked, sweaty donkey dicks. And some people are just fucking miserable pieces of shit. And that's it. That is it. But you'll find as you grow and you, if you're putting yourself on social or on business or in life, you're going to meet these dickheads. Not often, but they're there. They're there. They'll find you from time to Normally time. Normally on but Twitter. Case in point. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Oh, where you can be fucking anonymous, you little cretins. Um, sorry, just mine. But I, I love social media, but I think, do you know what? You should have your fucking face on there. I should know who you are. If you want to fucking go toe-to-toe, let's do it. Let's have a chat. Let's know who you are then. Anyway, total fucking side point. But that aside, just a little thing I wanted to share as well, which you just reminded me of. You know, case in point with my leg and obviously the crutches and going through all these things, right? Do you know what I've noticed over the last two weeks that it's been fucking wonderful for me is how kind most people are i have been besieged with kindness had some awesome people in my life lately who've been really kind you know someone i've been you know 
So it's a time when Risha Lee like, she got, got me a gift and it was branded crutches, black and red, like proper lightweight. Ally. I was like, it's such a really touching gift. People have been offering their help everywhere I go. People are opening doors for, and I'm quite a self-sufficient person. You know, I like to kind of be a gentleman as well and stuff, but people have just been so kind and stuff. that Most people are good. Most people are fucking decent. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, negative thoughts about yourself, well, I'm sorry, but you're probably actually a good person. You're just having a bit of a shit time right now. And remembering all those things you've survived, all those things you've done, the people you've helped, the relationships you've had, the friendships you've made, you're the laughs that you've made people have, the things you've done for people. You Again, just remember who the fuck you are because you're probably pretty fucking sound. Yeah, I love it, Dan. Um, and I think it's a perfect way to end this podcast because i i was going to go down a massive rabbit hole with some other little bits and bobs but i want to leave it for our next installment of the podcast because okay. it all falls in line uh a lot with what we're going to be talking uh, about next so ladies and gents i really hope you enjoyed this episode of the body in the beast podcast and if you did you've already shared this to your mum. you've already shared this to your dad you've already shared this to your gran I want you to think of another couple of people who you think will benefit for this podcast. Give it a share and also let us know what your favorite bits were on Instagram. But I'm going to give you a little bit of fun as well before you go into the segue. If you're single and you like this podcast, why not send this podcast to someone you fancy as a little conversation opener? Say, heard this podcast the other day, thought you might like it. There you go. There you go. I've given you. There you go. There you go. Get into those DMs. Go, go. Send us to someone you fancy. Use us to get laid. Start sliding. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, hold on before you go. You, look what I just said. Then you went start sliding. Perfect, Jamie. Absolutely perfect, <laughs> ladies and gents. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Body and Beast. I have been your your Jamie. I've t- fucking turning into <laughs> you now. It. You said I. You said last time I've been. I have been your body jamie alderton and i've been your beast dan meredith take care